friendly reminder to rate, like, subscribe, and follow Teach Me Good wherever you listen to podcasts. Pretty please. It helps us out a lot. Okay. Now that you've done that, go check out our Patreon where we're trying to save up to talk to Tony Hawk via Cameo. Plus you get lots of perks like a mug. And exclusive episodes. Love you. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Teach Me Good podcast with your host, Art Kai. Soon you'll hear from him and his friend, Fernando, and later they'll talk to a special guest who will teach them about something. Not everything will be accurate, but hey, we're all just trying our best out here. Yee-haw! Enjoy. Two on a Saturday. <laughs> Don't worry, I but I 100% roasted her for it for like five minutes. The entire <laughs> podcast. Like, nope. The Fernando entire podcast. Oh, bye, Fernando. Oh, okay. uh, we are recording okay. now. Torrance, just, Fernando. What just what's up, ha- dude? Oh my god, what happened? I don't know. Your video went away, but we do miss you. Uh, I do think the most optimized version of this podcast is just me talking to, to Torrance's face. And then and my Fernando, my voice in just your voice my raspy like, my raspy raspy voice you're like a you have the god mic in a way you're kind of just announcing things oh, out of yeah. nowhere it, right it actually made me super uncomfortable when I couldn't see Fernando but I could <laughs> hear him which is weird that's how I feel just yeah. like when you guys weren't here I'm just like I'm a crazy person just yeah. ranting to a microphone <laughs> yeah I can't believe I, people do that. like. Fernando, your roommate Jake has a great podcast that he uh, does himself, and I'm like, he does this for an hour. Yeah, I couldn't. I don't know if I could do it. I just ran out. I ran out of thoughts after two minutes. Well, he writes a whole set list, you know. Oh, does he really? He like prepares prepares for it. Yeah, of course. He's a professional. I'm sorry that you're not a pro, so that doesn't make sense to you. But that's what he does. (laughs) That is true. Anyway, we're not talking about uh, the behind the scenes workings of podcasts and ranting into a microphone. Even though maybe we should. Maybe that should be the next. We should get Mark Maron to talk about podcasting. Yeah, teaches about podcasting. What are we doing wrong? He definitely just goes on with, I think, without a set list and just kind of just rambles for yeah. like 40 minutes before each episode. Um, anyway, but we're, today we're talking about, uh, I'm trying to find a segue to this, a very uh, solo-driven art form, uh, much like ranting into a microphone by yourself, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who uh, I think their... Um, work also sometimes requires a microphone with just them talking to it we're talking about djing everybody how about that huh i i do it was it was rough if I'm being honest, <laughs> yeah. i'm be honest i feel like the connection was very loose <laughs> and very forced yeah I think, uh, so you tried to do it too early because normally so it's only been two minutes in the podcast <laughs> normally you wait till like minute seven and then you've, you've got like straws to grasp at and, and yeah. i'm not saying that it would be any better if you had waited <laughs> just, i i think yeah i think so it makes lo- sense though I mean, but there's just so much. No. Like, you know who looks like a, a DJ right now is us with our <laughs> headphones and our mics right here. Like, that's yeah. the same. Not just like uh, the best solo get, driven and then the... I gotta say the best part of this podcast is when we shit on art for his transitions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say the best part of a podcast is seeing you guys and talking to you guys. Oh, so that's, where, that's where we it's, differ. It's, it's symbiotic. 
I, I provide I, the entertainment for you guys, and you guys can just go in on me. Well, I do feel bad making fun of you because I can't tell if you're joking. If this is a running bit of you making bad segues, <laughs> or if you're just terrible at segues, and one day you're going to be like really self-conscious. About well, here's segues. the here's the thing. It's it's uh, I think it started as as being real. Yeah. And I think right now it's like half real, half fake. Sure. It's kind of hard to just come up with a segue on the spot if we have so little to work with, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Torn on the spot right after you came up with a better segue. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to agree with you to make you feel better, but Fernando has an excellent point. It's not that hard. Uh, well, either way, I am uh, proud of my segues. I think the connections are there. Uh, sorry I- they're layered, okay? It's funny because just segues are exactly what you do in a conversation. It's like somebody says something and that reminds you of something else. So I just picture like art, you know, somebody's like talking about ice cream and art's like, oh, that's that's a great segue to, um, you know, I like dairy milk and so I drink milk in the morning. So that, you know. That so actually it, is, that makes complete sense to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but that that makes sense, but it's not a good segue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What you're What's saying, a good segue? What you're, I mean, what Torn said was better. Yeah. But what you're saying, Art, makes sense, but that does not make it good. Is what, <laughs> that, is okay, that's point. fair. That is fair. That is fair. Yeah. Um, either way, we're talking about DJ. <laughs> 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 Honestly, we're talking about segues. That felt like a better segue than anything you've ever done. Just a hard, direct. Okay, now I'm feeling insecure transition. about all my segues I've ever made in my life, ever. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, Having uh, a PTSD moment where I'm just like, what have I ever said? Because sometimes it's like, to me, it is sort of funny to make like a very loose segue or a very loose right, connection right, right. and just going off. Right. And that's, that's I feel like, it, a fun way to funny. have a conversation, you know, just because you can, you can really roll with anything at that point. Um, I, think yeah. it's, I think it's funner in conversations because you almost seem rude if you make a very, <laughs> very loose – because you're, you're like, let's change the subject to something I want to talk about and then you try to force – a connection between what you want to talk about and whatever. Yeah, it, it's like I'm telling Art about my cancer, and he's like, "Cancer? I, I thought you were a Capricorn. Don't you like, <laughs> uh, you know, astrology? Let's talk about that." Let now. me let me pitch this actually. <clears throat> <clears throat> DJs, uh, they're sort of required to find good like, transitions I don't, in I don't between like songs, oh, yeah. like good segues. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's How about that? That's excellent. Yeah. That was a, your best ever. That was yeah. the best transition. <laughs> Truly. I, I just want to prove I that I, I can do it. I just don't. I just, prove, I, I I just do. do not. <laughs> I like that you stopped the whole conversation to prove that you can do a transition, and it still yeah. took a second. It still <laughs> took a second for you to figure it out as you were talking. Well, about I was it. trying to find the right wording, but also I, yeah. I didn't want to uh, use the Give word segue. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to use the word segue again. I was like, it's not right, called right. a segue. It's a transition. Um, yeah. But I also wanted to bring it back to our actual topic that we're talking about today. DJing. Uh, DJ. Have you guys ever thought about DJing? Would you guys ever DJ? I have. I have two cousins that are DJs. Really? Like what kind? Yeah. Uh, like like one that goes to like 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 what were they EDM? Like the kind of oh, stuff. Oh really? They go, they, they go to like nightclubs and stuff like that and play that kind of wow. music. And then I have one. I think he's he's he does like hip hop, but I think he also just like produces beats and shit like that. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. Okay, so that's like the spectrum of of DJ. Yeah, my, my the live and then the, yeah. the behind the scenes. Yeah, my family's very cool. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> we got a comedian. Yeah, sure. We got a wanna, if, we got a waiter at a steakhouse. That's my dad, bro. I know. That's your family. It's my dad. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, my dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Te- technically speaking, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I think DJ would be fun as hell. Yeah, I think. So. I think yeah. I would be really bad at it. I think really? like I had, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Have you, you ever thought about music, it? Music, I'd be like, oh, that'd be so cool yeah. if I could sing like that or do did any you, of those things like that. But, did you ever play DJ Hero? Oh yeah, no. for sure. No. You know, talking about as that, good right? as yeah, not as good as Guitar Hero though. Yeah, it, it doesn't translate as well yeah. as, as people as it should. Just hitting buttons and doing this. Yeah. It's so but weird. The, but then sometimes you can do that move you go and you spin it around. Yeah, and then you, you do the, the yeah. little switch thing. Those are all real DJ things. Like I think they really try to make it as legit as possible. Yeah, you got the but, dials, you got the boards. You know? Yeah. The pots is what they call yeah. them, Potenti- the also, potentiometers. Also, I auditioned for a show that where I would be playing a really bad DJ. <laughs> that was a show like I auditioned for. a TV for. show? Yeah, TV show, yeah. Wow. And you're just it, too good a DJ that they had to give the job to somebody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was called uh, "People Who Do Just Nothing." Nothing. It was like based on a uh, like a British television show, I think. Yeah. And yeah, it was like The Office, but it was about these guys that were really bad DJs in Las Vegas. <laughs> that sounds kind of funny. But yeah, they thought that. they thought they'd be really good, and it's just yeah. yeah. Well, especially in Las Vegas, such a weird part. But mm-hmm. I, this is why I'm excited to talk to uh, our pal. You guys know him, Ben Kim. Uh, he is yeah. a comedian and also a comedy DJ now. He like DJs a bunch of shows. Comedy DJ. Yeah. Well, not he, his, oh, com- oh, okay, his DJing okay. isn't comedic, <laughs> but he DJs yeah. at comedy shows. Torn, you get why I was a little confused by that. Right? Yeah, I, I, I also thought that, but then I quickly was like, no. That's oh, he DJs show. comedy shows. Yeah. I. Yeah. I was like, what? I was like, I gotta get. I got questions about this. This guy right. is. It's like that's being an a, important job. Yeah, absolutely. But it's also, also like. Yeah. Go ahead. Doesn't say it's like it's confusing just the wording because it's like comedy musician. It's like, are you do, yeah. do you make funny music or do you just have music to back your jokes? You yeah, know? I think if you just add the word show in there, if you say comedy show DJ, then yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, I like More that Torn fixes everything we say. <laughs> like we're, we're like, what could we have said that was better? And Torn's like, I think you could have said this, this, or this. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, when I'm when I'm doing it live, it's much more fun. If I yeah, go after great. and listen to the pod and be like, "All right, you should have said this like two days ago." It doesn't yeah. translate. So then, just, yeah, you're almost like uh, what's that South Captain Hindsight from South Park? Yeah, that's who you are. Like, there should be a fire escape there. There should have been a fire escape there. <laughs> <laughs> just you're that guy, and it's perfect. That's what that's what a good producer notices. Uh, yeah. yeah, the mistakes that we make all the time. Yeah. I'm I'm like quickly finding out that I'm like just a huge idiot <laughs> in everything I do. I'm just not good or apt uh, or keen. I mean, uh, of anything. But anyway, this intro is running long. As hell, I, <laughs> I don't know about that either. But yeah, you want to re- want to record a new intro? Make me laugh. Thanks. That's what matters. Well, we're about to hit ten minutes. We got to get talking. We didn't even talk about our DJing dreams, guys. Uh, we we I, barely touched upon Torn's DJing dreams. Um, yeah, I, I think it's I very think hard. I covered it. I think I'd love to do it, but I think I'd be bad at it. I would love I mean, to. I think it, I, I, the, the amount of DJing I would want to do: weddings, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, and birthday parties. That's it. I think that'd be wow. the best. Or like, I guess proms. That's fun. Like any sort of like low not stakes. Not a quinceanera. Quinceanera. Any low stakes, like chill. I don't have to like come up with cool like segues, transitions. That's so in, funny in because set. like. There's such high stakes for like prom and stuff. Like the, I like the, the most that? like judgmental people yeah. are the, those I, between like fourteen and eighteen. Play the top hits and people no. will, people will like. That. I also love That's that art. Like he's like he's like these are just kids. I don't have to try at all. Yeah, yeah. They, right. It's yeah. true. You play part of the USA. Literally every I, I single suppo- dance I, I went guess. to the same music all the time. It's you're like, you're gonna find well, out so this. soon that you're out of touch with the kids. You're <laughs> yeah. gonna be playing party in the USA and they're gonna be like, oh, classic music. What? 
<laughs> no, apparently Party in the USA is the song that every generation is like into. So okay. I know, right. I know oh, these Art's got the, the dumb research. Yeah. I, anyway. I don't remember the expression, but you've got like the the finger on your on the your pulse. finger on the pulse yeah. of of children in the US. That sounds weird. <laughs> that sounds Art knows what children are into, Tony. Yeah, exactly. Art knows about kids. Okay. Yeah. Um no, I I just think that it'd be very easy. Uh, and also, even at right, like right. Uh, it, you can do this at a wedding too. You know, I'm just saying, kids, that's where the market is. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. I don't like them, but I just know that's where the market is, and I think they are uh, easily <laughs> exploitable. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. So we'll Guys, just keep this that's... on record for when you, uh, <laughs> you know. I think it'd be fun. Also, I think it'd be fun at a DJ like a strip club. That'd be fun too. Well, yeah, we've actually we've talked about your birthday wishes, right, on a Patreon episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're so yeah, gonna have you DJ the at a strip club for a day. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, anyway, now that's a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm just cl- I'm just cl- slowly finding out that I'm just a big idiot for everything. Um, well, that's why we pay you the big bucks. Yeah. You're the host. We put all our faith in you, Art. <laughs> We can't talk to the guests. We need you <laughs> for all the shit talking we do. We need you to be the face of the pod and talk to the Man. guests. I'm Make insecure about good. all that now. Uh, anyway, should we talk to our pal? Yes. Ben? Yeah. We want you it. to talk to him. All right, guys. Enjoy this episode with my pal, Ben Kim. All right, Ben, can you uh, read that little thing I sent you? Yes. Hi, my name is Ben X Kim, and I'm going to teach Art about DJing so that he can finally become what he wanted to be in high school. It's true, guys. I wanted to be a DJ in high school. Who didn't want to be a DJ in high school, though? Right? I, I did not, if I'm being honest. What? <laughs> I like that. Who did not immediately the person sitting right here did not right want here to be. you did not want to be a dj in high school really not even not even a little bit not even not, remotely not even, even kind of <laughs> yeah i remember people would say they wanted to be djs and i was like i don't i don't get oh, it so it, yeah. I, like, like i didn't make sense to me and so i'm excited to talk to ben just because since you are i imagine you also had the dream growing up to be a dj dj Pro, I, pro yes DJ. I, yeah uh, it was one of the dreams i i still have many dreams but Ooh, honestly I, I think what djing was for me is not the same as what you guys knew because Ooh. by the time you guys were in high school, I think DJing became Ooh. this very uh, hip, mystical yeah. thing that where DJs were actually you could see who they were. Like there were pictures yeah. of yeah. just DJs and they were like sex symbols. They were like they, sexy. Almost. They were stars. Yeah, rock stars. They yeah. were superstars. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. And that what, what was is... not. What is DJing to you then? What, what did you grow up with? So I just grew up with them being faceless people on the radio. Oh. You know, it was always such a mystery. Like, what do these people look like? And when I finally see pictures of them, I would just be like, wow, they did not look like what I expected. And generally <laughs> were not as attractive as their voices made them seem. Yeah. Which, you know, is obviously a thing that we know, now know is like, you know, the face for radio, blah, blah, blah. Right. But, uh, yeah. So you I like, would... you like, like, like disc jockeys, like, like. That is radio what I f- guys. First, yeah. n- that's my first conception of the DJs were the like, actual disc jockeys, and not like the morning people so much. Although I did enjoy that as a very young kid. But yeah, yeah, the fact that they got to play music, the fact that they got to have these crazy contests, and people would call in just crazed, like screaming yeah. about like how they want to go to some concert. Yeah. But 
Also, the Saturday night dance parties that some radio stations would have where they would play three hours straight just dance music and then somehow seamlessly blend into like other songs without you realizing it. That was like really amazing to me. But again, I had no idea that who the, who the DJ looked that was or looked like it, that wasn't a thing. It was just the, the fact that they could do that. That really intrigued me. Yeah. Um, and then when I got to college, I joined the college radio station and the idea yes. of, again, being in control of the music and playing wherever the hell I wanted yeah. was super, super intoxicating and with that i started realizing the other side of djing which was like labels record labels would want to send you free shit in order to yep. try to, to play get stuff. you to play their stuff yep. and give you free concert tickets and swag yep. and so i right. there's one summer i remember like most of the actual staff of the college uh, radio station they were on break so i basically assumed the role of like music director which was obviously yeah. the highest title you could have and i was just like writing record labels be like hey i'm the summer music director here you know you guys got anything coming up and i would just get all these concert tickets Stuff. i would yeah, get to go cool. backstage to meet them yeah and you know no one was listening to the radio station so we were barely operational but i would yeah. still say get that i was cool the stuff. music yeah. director and yeah get the get that kind of like, swag power yeah yeah, I mean, to talk more about, like, there's, there's such a variety of, of DJs now. Um, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about, like, so you were fascinated in radio DJing specifically, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But obviously at the time, and, like, I guess since maybe, uh, I don't know, 60s? Before then, it's just, like, there was a, like, person playing tunes at clubs too yeah like that sort of dj right yeah uh but then now there's sort of like you said this uh personality i mean was there i guess there was like a personality sort of like attached to um those djs that played at clubs too right just like this the more like soul sort of funky like let's play these like tracks and then um yeah now it's more like it, you really lean into the personality of the dj and that's sort of like the whole like celebrity dumb of it all um but there's also like DJing behind the scenes where you're producing stuff, right? Like there's yeah. just, like, so many flavors of DJing. I it's suppose. like there are some DJs who yearn to be like musical artists and producers as well. Yeah. Like they want to create as well as play. And there are some people who are like musicians who want to be DJs. Like, uh, yeah. you know, Questlove and Q-Tip are two people I can think of who I think were more musicians at first, but yeah. they also have just a huge breadth of music knowledge and they and maybe have the collection that they can play things. And they're not always successful, that transition. It's kind of almost like, you know, uh, actors wanting to be musicians or musicians wanting to be actors. Yeah. What about, what about like, like Paris Hilton? She DJs. Yeah, now, yeah. That so that's like a whole other thing where celebrities just want to be DJs. Um, yeah. I know there was, gosh, who was it? It might have been Madonna went through a phase as well where she were, was at DJs. And apparently what would happen is that they would have someone do the real DJing for them and they would yeah. just kind of stand there in the booth oh. with their headphones on trying to look cool. Like ghost DJing. Yeah, and it was that was wow. kind of like the heyday I think of people thinking being a DJ was like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um, when was that? So, like the eighties or so? 
90s? Oh, no, like, I'd say that was the 2000s. 2000s? Yeah, like, yeah, um, 20, 2013. Yeah. You know? Cool. It, that might have been the peak. Uh, it was definitely happening before then in the 2000s, but yeah, I just, uh, that's the whole thing, too, where people are like, well, this person's going to bring in a lot of people, so let's just book them and yeah, uh, see pretend. what happens. It's right. not about the art. It's not about the actual music itself. It's about getting people to buy tons of drinks and have the place out. <laughs> just so, be there. Yeah. Yeah. So there's wow. certainly that aspect always to just nightlife or like, you know, uh, booking uh, entertainment in general. Yeah. So it's kind of like the art versus how many people will actually come to this thing. And if they can guarantee like a ton of people, most likely a uh, owner is going to kind of say, well, we'll yeah. book them instead. Do you know much about like the history of DJing? I'm like, just keep, I keep thinking about like, what is the sort of the origin? Cause it's like, it seems so varied. Cause it's like, what are we talking about? We're talking about like someone who stands from turntables or talking about someone who stands from yeah. like, radio station. I do like, have a sense of the history and it, it is like, it's gone through different evolutions it's definitely not sure. always been someone with like two turntables in fact yeah. it probably i think was just one person with one turntable and then also talking a lot between songs so that mm, like there wasn't seeing. a yeah. dead air yeah. yeah and like that's where you had people who were like you know uh you would think of them as oldies djs but like they yeah. would be on the radio but they'd also go do events and they would be mm. like playing songs and talking between the songs and people would be yeah dancing in them um you know you could argue that like a kind of show like american bandstand or soul train things like that were kind of like dj events as well yeah. but right i think it was like towards it was really in the 70s where like the two turntable thing yeah. and being able to play music hip two songs started, together yeah. yeah with disco like that became a thing and people started basically wow. recording extended versions of songs so that you can huh. have like a part of the song that's just a beat for yeah. a while mm -hmm. and like that kind of coincided with people taking drugs as well so that you know <laughs> yeah. people could stay up longer and just zone out Party, and it wasn't yeah. just like i need to hear two minutes and that's it i, I don't want right. to hear any more of that song people were like i would love this song i want to hear more of it just so they're over, like okay over, we'll over, extend yeah. it to eight minutes we'll have parts that are just the beat and then in, in those parts people can very easily segue to another song without needing to stop a song and put another like record on. Yeah. So that's kind of where that started. Um, hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Kind of how we know it today in, in right. the dance realm, but there's still people who will just play like they'll, you have two turntables, but they'll play just song to song. They won't necessarily try to blend them in and yeah. that's fine too. That's also valid. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that there's like genres now that, solely rely on DJing tactics, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like a lot of house music, it's just like, just dude, turntables, right? And a lot of uh, EDM, uh, yes. you know, big, early, mid-2000s, which is like, this is these are just DJ-centric genres, which I think yep. is fascinating. Um, so for you personally, are you the type of person who, uh, I don't know, is more like that, where you kind of make music from turntables, or are you more like, let me sample tunes and, like, blend them together, that kind of thing? Or is it sort of both? Or, like, what what is your DJing history, I guess, besides, like, I, after uh, yeah. college radio? I definitely did a lot of um, sort of... I started with, like, kind of 60s, obscure little, like, pop songs. So they obviously were very 
you couldn't necessarily blend them together. You just kind of play one after another and just Such hope that, like... Such a DJ move. <laughs> yeah, while one fade out, you just start the other one. So it was, like, yeah. kind of seamless, but not, like, the same right. beat, per se. And then I really got into DJing hip-hop stuff, and that was a lot easier to have uh, a seamless kind of experience because with a lot of music, when it's sampled or done with drum machines, the tempo is usually very, like, uniform. So it's mm. not like... You can tell when a human drummer is playing, there can be a little bit of like, you know, speeding up or slowing Very down. So it's like, even within the same song, uh, like the Rolling Stones are notorious for having the beat speed up <laughs> during courses and then have yeah. slow back down during verses. So humans, whatever, that, that's their, that's what we love about humans, you know, right. not perfect. But when it comes that's to teaching, humans, but... yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can love them or hate them, but right. the, the fact that like sampled music or electronic music can be so like uniform all the time it's very yeah. easy to blend in and like kind of surprise people when mm. you play the next song and obviously with like hip-hop uh i don't know people would also just dance a lot you know like playing yeah. things that people dance to is is amazing instead of just playing songs that like you know are like just nice mood things that's yeah. fine too but when people really respond to dancing and screaming like that's really fun that's <laughs> yeah the best. i'm thinking about it now it's just like djing maybe the only music i guess activity that like sort of relies on audience dancing in a way because like you can mm -hmm. i i think you can feasibly imagine any other genre where you can sit and watch and be like okay this is like fun but mm -hmm. djing you like to sit and watch the dj just sit to stand there like that is just, you can't really do that you know um do you guys have any other prove me wrong i don't know i'm trying to think of other genres where you're just like like maybe like a like a like a death metal band but you're kind of just standing there sometimes and like sometimes you're moshing but you can also sit down for that you know i don't know either way um more curious about uh yeah so you started i guess playing uh, you did college radio, but then did you start doing like private shows too? Like you just got. I started playing in bars. Like I would, cool. I knew people who. So I was also in bands, and so like there's definitely some crossover between like people who were in bands and people who DJed, and there were bars that started having, just DJ nights, and some cool. people would start playing at bars. You know, I got to know them, and they were like, hey, you know, they might need a DJ. Yeah. on like the less kind of like premiere nights you know any mm -hmm. any night besides thursdays yeah. fridays saturdays right. so that was kind of a way to start you know getting a relationship with the bar owner starting to yeah. play your own stuff starting to get your sound damn and then what really blew up is when i moved to new york i was already part of this internet message board <laughs> is that what they're calling is that what they called them that's exactly. where they were definitely <laughs> called back then yeah. yeah and it was called holotronics Cool. When did you move to New York? <laughs> 2005. Early. So, but before then, I was living in Philadelphia. Yeah. And that's kind of where I started really DJing at bars. But the, this message board was huge because it was started by Diplo and another guy what? named uh, Mike, Mike Low Budget, uh, two DJs in Philadelphia at the time. Whoa. And maybe because of Diplo, it attracted. DJs and kind of hip hop enthusiasts from like all over the world into wow. one little place. Cool. And that was really like 
the golden years for me because I got to meet a lot of people who are still my friends to this day. Yeah. Who are either DJs or just huge music enthusiasts. Yeah. And there was also just a lot of like board drama and intrigue. Sure. There, you know, you hear about people who are like top of the game, flying out to Vegas kind of DJs wow. on the same place as someone like me who is only playing like, you know, New York gigs, Some trying bars, to find bars yeah. that would let us play. Yeah. So, and then wow. we would also go to each other's gigs and be very supportive and like it was just like comedy it's (laughs) dude there's so many parallels to comedy it's not even funny yeah i I believe it any sort of like artistic medium it's like yeah i'll go to your show go to my show book me all that stuff like totally market online yeah Yeah, yeah. did you so did you like were you like messaging with diplo as you're on this forum you're just like talking i never messaged with diplo but i could have (laughs) But you could, you could yeah. I'll certainly be in a thread with him and respond to him, and he would respond God. to you, whatever. But uh, that's crazy. He was already There's at nobody. that time. He yeah. was uh, no, at that time he was already doing stuff, and he wasn't as present on the board. He was a little yeah. more aloof and like right doing stuff. Doing his own thing. Yeah, yeah. But he would check in occasionally and just kind of like say, "Hey, been killing it doing this," and maybe send a picture of some crazy thing and be like wow diplo is killing that's it. so cool so how did you how yeah. did you teach yourself to like actually learn the tricks of the trade of like being up there with all the equipment and stuff like where did you learn all that uh definitely a lot of trial and error definitely a lot of uh friends who were you know much better than me like giving tips hmm. um yeah just did uh, you buy equipment and you're like i'm gonna like i did eventually up. yes i did okay. eventually have to buy equipment um yeah. just because there's no way to really practice otherwise. Like yeah. you couldn't just rent out a club during the yeah. daytime hours and be like, "Hey, can I fuck around on your equipment?" <laughs> so expensive you know? to do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So mm-hmm. yeah, you just had your in your apartment. God, I just imagining you just in your apartment. You you lived in where'd you live? And you were in like live, you lived in Red Hook, didn't you? I did live in Red Hook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I just imagine you in a fucking Red Hook apartment, which is very mm. South Brooklyn, by the way, guys. If anyone is listening and doesn't know, very South Brooklyn, far from everything. Yes. Just, <laughs> just in your little bedroom. Southwest Brooklyn, really. It's Southwest like Brooklyn. Southwest, yeah. Yeah, as you can get. And mm-hmm. uh, you have your little setup, and you just have like your headphones on, just playing music. Those Absolutely. were the days, huh? Those, Those were the days. days. Wow. Just being like, I got to practice this transition between these two songs to make it really, really tight. Um, yeah and it's so cool kind of like with comics too you know like sometimes i never got this level but if you were opening for a bigger dj Mm -hmm. there would be kind of a list of songs that you were not allowed to play because they're such bangers yeah so you wouldn't want to take away the impact when the headlining dj actually played those songs that is so funny just like there is like an unwritten like unspoken of like you don't you don't take their set you know that yeah kind of or yeah. you don't you don't they'll be like you don't have any jokes about this topic do you because uh, that's what i'm gonna do right 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 and make sure that you were good enough but not totally exploding and having everyone say oh that guy was so amazing i don't don't need to see the headliner anymore like that wow that's, that's so funny that's insane that's hilarious yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Are these just like pop songs that you guys are like? How do you know? I guess you've been to the sets and you, everyone kind of knows like the songs. It, I mean, it depends on the kind of DJ you are. Like, there are DJs who will play like everything, so it could yeah. be like top forty, like Britney Spears, Lady Gaga, whatever, or it could be straight rap. And there are certain yeah. songs that you know will just hit very hard, and especially if they're like a little older, maybe, and people like 
you know, there are these certain songs that people know will bring everyone out onto the dance floor and yeah. just start dancing. And yeah. that's also like, wow, I do. I, I've done weddings too, and so you kind of have a sense of like the songs that will get everyone to come out and dance. Yeah, um, the ones that September, won't. if you will. Uh, September. Uh, yeah. I always had success with "I Want You Back" by the Jackson oh, Five. A classic. Yeah, I mean, they're just things that you know that people will come out and dance to, so you always have yeah. to have those in your back pocket. And, right. Uh, wow. And obviously, so I think it's a bit, it's a bit insecure of a headliner DJ to say these are the songs you can't play. It's a little hack, if you everyone's, will. Everyone's, you know, there are a lot of insecure people out there, and you yeah. know, they want to just make sure that everyone's a good they time. They get all the shine. Yeah. 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 So, what? How would you describe your DJing style? Like, what are you? What are you working with? Like what kind of music? You, what kind of music do you like to play? What kind of style are you like? How would yeah, you it? it depends. Um, I f- probably gravitate now more towards like seventies and eighties disco stuff. Cool. But uh, it's not to say I can't play other things. I mean, I definitely been through like a housey phase, like kind of more <laughs> poppy house. Yeah. And so, like that's that can be fun too. Um, and then my wakey wakey stuff that i do on twitch is more mellow yeah things that you would never hear at a dance no like mm-hmm. kind of setting because it's just not upbeat enough but so you're very versatile dj compared to like a detroit yes. house dj who only plays that oh yeah no i definitely don't have that specialty and uh i yeah. love to jump around to other genres as well so right. yeah i'm definitely not a specialist per se although i ha- i seem to have carved out a niche in the past few years playing this kind of yacht rocky type of 70s and mm-hmm. 80s mellow stuff that's not super super mellow but like i don't know if you guys have ever seen this uh internet web series called yacht rock but they basically coined the term in the 2000s and it sounds was familiar like music made up of people like steely dan or the doobie mm. brothers yeah and they they create this very fictional universe around those <laughs> artists like fighting yeah. with each other and stuff it's funny but it created this genre unto itself, like which is weird because it's a genre they created after the fact. Like it wasn't something that people called that music when it was actually being made. Yeah, yeah. But it did become very popular, and like I've had some sort of form of this event called Smooth Move, where we would play that live cool. at uh, like clubs and bars during the daytime, and uh, that's huh. something I definitely would say I'm a th- somewhat of an authority on. Yeah. So what are you, what are you, speaking of you performing like at clubs and whatever, uh, what was your peak? Like, what would you say? I know you had like a weekly show or something and like, you, you Oh had, yes. I yeah. had a weekly, I mean, I wouldn't say it's the peak cause when I think about it, it was a very negative experience, but it was <laughs> the time when I was DJing the most and okay. DJing this classic kind of, uh, what people would think of as a DJ set where it's like, 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. every yeah. Friday yeah. on the Lower East Side at this oh, really a bar that wanted to be a lounge and yeah. a club. Yeah. Um, and it was very exhausting. It was, uh, you know, dealing with the owner and getting Ugh. paid was a nightmare because you'd yeah. have to sit around until like at least 5 a.m. for the, the, the people to count all the money they made. Yeah. And sometimes they'd say, well, you'll have to come back next week or we'll, we'll pay you next week. God. So you sat around for an hour just for nothing. waiting yeah. for nothing. And yeah. um, and that was, I, I talk about this in a joke, but like a female friend of mine got her nose broken by another female patron 
this this couple who was just fighting, and I think my friend was trying to help the the girl, and the girl ended up punching her in the face, yeah. broke her nose. <laughs> the guy in that couple attacked my DJ partner, who was wow. in this elevated booth. So oh my God, climbed up there. Attacked well, him. he he actually attacked him from the ground. Oh, oh, like just a reach. Yeah. Yeah, and so my my DJ partner is already like taller than me, but he was also elevated, so he just punched down at this guy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and that was enough to keep that guy like away. But yeah. Jesus, it was absolute chaos, and you know my friend ended up suing the club, wow. and. I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't want DJ nights anymore. Like, I don't want to deal with yeah. drunk people this late at night. I don't want to wait till five in the morning to be told I, I'm not going to get paid. So that's yeah. why I decided just only do daytime things. And, wow. And then more recently, comedy shows. You know, wow. no one really gets too crazy at comedy shows. Uh, you haven't been to our yeah, comedy yeah, show. Yeah, you haven't been to our show. <laughs> our show. <laughs> it gets that's real true. rowdy. I, I, have a chip, I have a chip tooth, Kim. <laughs> ben, ben X, Kim. Because... Uh, because I've been punched at a show. At a comedy show? Yeah, at our show. The at show. show. Wow. I punched. I punched someone, and then complete chaos ensued. Yeah. For no I, good reason. I was just. I was just. You know, feeling good. You know. You you introduce them without their proper credit. You just give yeah, them yeah. The <laughs> geographical origin. Right. Yeah. It was uh, chaos, but also fun. That's what and it was funny, and people were laughing at the end of it. We all were. Well, standing, as long as yeah. people were laughing, like anything for a bit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, a riot for a bit. We uh, yeah. were sitting on the curb with like an ice pack on our heads, and we're just like, "That was pretty funny." That we kept was really looking at like really Andy Kaufman. <laughs> yeah, we're very Kaufman-esque. That's how we do. Yeah, people describe I us very Kaufman-esque. We come into meetings late. We just fuck around. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so going back to, I love this idea of like rowdy DJing nights. Like, were they always like pretty bad like that? I, I'm assuming dealing with drunk people who are also probably high off like other drugs, just like that would yeah. be a nightmare. I, I found that dealing with drunk people was awful because there'd be so many times where someone would come in and like in a very entitled way request something, yeah. which Ooh. pissed me off to no end because sometimes it would be like, there have been times where they requested something that I was playing at that same time yeah. and they just weren't paying attention. Idiots, yeah. And there would be other times where it's like, I played that song 10 minutes ago, I can't just play it again. Yeah, like, yeah. Everyone else is going to be like, but like, well, no, play it again. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, you know, have you heard this concept where, like, it's the loudest 2% that, like, make all the comments oh, about, absolutely. like, things or yeah. whatever or complain the most? And yeah. it's kind of like that. You just have to remember that they're not representative of the entire audience that's there. Right. Yeah. And, but having said that, if they give me money, I will play the, the <laughs> Oh, song. hell yeah. Like, if they you give you? me at least $20... I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, yeah. everyone is gonna have to hear the song again, even though they heard it five minutes ago. That's that happened. Totally that happened often. They're just like, let me slip you a twenty. Please play the song. It's happened. That's if they're amazing. smart and yeah. they've done this before. Then they'll right. know that's pretty much the only way to guarantee that I'll play their song when they yeah. want to hear it. You know. Yeah, I've never ever thought about that, but that's like, if if they do that for, let's say you're at a comedy show and you're like. <laughs> Can I, hear, can I hear that bit again? I'm like, no, I'm not telling my bit again. And he's like, here's 20 bucks. Like, all right, I'm going to do it one more time. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna say it three more times. I'm yeah, try you know something what? different each time. Yeah. <laughs> the whole set's going to be just this bit the whole time. Uh, that's, that's amazing. That's the only way. But that's the only people way. feel very entitled and they'll get very, you know, like, well, it's it's my, my friend's birthday. She really wants to hear it uh, and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And it's just the worst. Like, I that's wish I had, like, I wish I had gotten to the level where, like, I was in an elevated DJ booth with like security next to the 
DJ booth. I've had things like that. Like I've been in a situation like that, which is so helpful that there's like a buffer yeah. and I just tell them, don't let them talk to me directly. Yeah, they yeah, say yeah. whatever to you, but it's seriously wow. one of the worst things to deal with the people directly God. when they're not nice. Did you have fun at all doing this? It sounds terrible. Like, it can day. be fun. It can yeah. be fun. Like if you're not alone, if you have like friends in the booth or like people that you're DJing with, yeah. that's very very fun because you yeah. can at least feel like god these people are fucking terrible <laughs> you know, just... did you ever did you ever get into the nightlife of it like did you ever party while you were djing as well it's part of it, no right? no yeah i i i you know you get maybe drunk because you get obviously the drink tickets or whatever yeah. but i found that that would definitely uh affect the dj impede yeah it would affect yeah. The, i don't even drink when i do comedy I'll that's wild because you, you do you do like cocaine right before you're set right <laughs> Yeah, I hear. Well, I always that's, hear that's a loud. performance enhancing drug. I'm yeah. about other things. Yeah, but, right. uh, it's actually yeah, prescribed. I, I definitely didn't get into it as much as say other people did. Like certainly, yeah. if you're up at four a.m., a lot of people gotta in stay awake. Just nightlife in general yeah. might want to do something else that isn't DJing, isn't work afterwards. Right. But I was never that, that bad. No. Yeah. Okay. I mean, speaking of, like, do you feel like the stereotype of DJs are accurate then? Are a lot of DJs and DJings like just DJers, disc jockeys, DJs just like partying just nonstop and just like constantly being uh, yeah, kind of drunk I've, off this power of controlling music and stuff? I think they are. I mean, uh, <laughs> hell yeah. It's just like, you know, it's. Yeah, I they have access to it, especially if they're like you know in that tier where they're doing festivals and uh, they've yeah. they're headlining their own shows. That's you know it's weird how kind of the more famous you get, the more things are just offered to you for yeah. free. Like yeah. you don't even have to pay for it. People right. be like, you know, what do you want in your rider? Right. There's like a anything carte blanche of like anything you want yeah. to be backstage. So I think it's very easy to be tempted to be like, yeah, I'll do whatever you guys have to offer for me, you know. And mm-hmm. I think it's just one of those things where the people people don't have like a sense of self control and like you know restraint. Yeah, right. they can definitely go crazy and like get addicted to all kinds of things. And do the DJs that you've mingled that you've mingled with in the past are they very stereotypical DJ kind of dudes or even women? Just people? Are they like um, yeah? Assholes? I mean. It's- well, they can be for sure. And like, there's also a different thing where they can be nice to you if they realize you're like also a DJ and yeah. assholes like everybody else. Oh, it's so comedy. This be... is so comedy esque. Yes, yes, exactly. They can also be very like pull rank, be like, oh, you've never played this kind of show. So like, you mm. are definitely below me. There are other ones who are very happy to like share knowledge and treat you as an equal. Um, there's all kinds of people for sure. I've I've definitely met them all, and I definitely, you know, don't have the kind of like starry-eyed vision of what being a DJ is anymore. And I'm very yeah. happy doing what I'm doing. Yeah, um, sure. And it's funny because I feel like in comedy, like like having a DJ on a show seems to be this like weird indicator of like, oh, this show is really like flashy, it's really together. Yeah. It's a yeah. real show. Yeah. And it does, I think, add a lot because, you know, yeah. sometimes, as you guys know, you know, you can't always guarantee that there's, like, wild, enthusiastic applause for every, right. like, you know, time you bring up somebody. But if you have music that's loud, yeah. kind of, like, helps psychologically get people pumped yes. up and they want to try to... Maybe start to clap louder to try to compete with it. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, 
it's kind of like an inwing DJ. You don't want to have music so soft that people can have hear their shoes squeaking as they're dancing. Or yeah, something, yeah. You, know? you want to have it like a little louder so people start feeling right. like they're enveloped in it and they like yes get energy from that. So absolutely, yeah. And so you 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 enjoy like DJing these shows and like weddings and stuff. I do. Um, yeah. Weddings can be tough. I tend to only do weddings of people who are like I'm close to and like. Yeah. You know, it's not just like a purely transactional, like, hey, I yeah. saw you or I got, I heard about you. Like, right. let's, let's do this. I, I want to know them. And I it's just it can be very stressful. Weddings. Really? Because you, you oh, want to yeah. make sure everyone's like having a good time. And it's like it's like so much money is riding on this one event, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And then wow. you can still get people there who are like coming up and trying to request things. And you're, you have to be like, this is stuff that the bride and groom or groom and groom or bride and bride wanted yeah. you to play. So please, you know, have stop you ever, trying to ruin the bar. Have you ever DJed like a, a young coming of a rites of passage event, like a bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah, quinceanera? Have you done did no, you any of those? No, I have not. I've only done weddings, thankfully, yeah. <laughs> because usually with weddings, you know, there's such a wide range of, I mean, I guess there can be a wide range of ages for those other events too, but I feel like the focus would be on the young people and I'd just be very... Yeah either lost on what to play or i just be like i barely know these songs i'm just kind of playing shit that I yeah. think might go together and i haven't got enough time to really know the songs and what yeah. would work together i'm just basically like a spotify playlist at that point you know? you're very you're very thoughtful dj i think i think you uh i try you, to be yeah you seem like because i feel like i you know growing up and going to like proms and shit it's just like these are all the same play like these are these are just top 100 itunes songs you know yes. like you guys it's very easy to look at like a billboard chart and see what's popular or look yes. at spotify seeing what's most played and just kind of slapping together but i think where a dj should come in is kind of like how to sequence them how to i don't want to i mean if i can get pretentious you could tell a story <laughs> or you could weave the, yeah, yeah. the songs in a way that it have makes a sense. flow right you have a flow it's you. not like you. you don't you know this, this is, is good. This doesn't sound pretentious, good. though. This sounds thoughtful. This sounds like you are preparing a thing for a thing. It, it, sounds, like think, you, it sounds like you care about what you do. Yeah. And that, is, that is good. Yeah. yeah. I think you want to do a crescendo up to, like, a high plateau. And I mean, then, now like, it's a little you know, pretentious. <laughs> yes. Because I'm using classical music terms, crescendo. Like, you know, what, what the fuck. But you don't want to just start with the bangers early and then yeah. have, like, have mediocre songs afterwards like that's not timing or pacing at all like, right it's just like anything else you want to like build up to like a thing sure. and what if, well i was gonna say, say don't go on i'll say don't don't listen to people who right away are like can you please play i don't know um born this way by lady gaga and you're like well the night just started so like <laughs> yeah. i'll play it but like you gotta wait, you gotta wait. let me do my thing and like right. bring, you gotta ease bring the people in whippy whippy into the frenzy yeah right interesting Interesting. What a life this is. And it's also crazy that people, like, there are people who are sustaining their lives from just DJing full-time, right? Like, that's crazy. There are. That must be such a hard life to do. Yeah. Like I said, I know someone who flew out to Las Vegas every weekend from Philadelphia oh, oh to God. do, like, I think it was even one gig. Exhausting. But he got paid so well, yeah. and he was his flights were paid for, but he had to stop after all because it was so exhausting. It's killing him. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. 
that's wild to think about. Uh, DJing yeah. does sound fun, though. I feel I was just talking to Fernando and Torn about this before, but I'm like, I would love to DJ like a prom. I think it would be so easy. I would be so unthoughtful about what to play. I would literally just be like, all right, Spotify playlist, let's go. And then get paid and be like, are you guys having fun? Like every now and then. Like that just sounds so fun to me. Is that not? So you'd just be in it for the money and not oh, putting yeah. any effort into it? Oh, yeah. Which I think okay. it's it's I think it's funny because I feel like DJs going back to stereotypes of DJs. There, um, mm-hmm. a lot of DJs that uh, maybe are in it just for the lifestyle, less for the artistic value of it in a way. Yeah, that's um, true. I mean, because yeah. for every DJ who talks about the artistry and like you know the crescendos of sets, there are definitely <laughs> others who are like, yeah, just give me as many gigs as possible, and I'll just play what I know works, yeah. and you know. Like, we think of DJing as, like, a urban thing, but, like, the rest of the flyover states, they need DJs, too. And, like, I'm sure yeah. some people are just anywhere. It doesn't matter where you are. Some people are definitely in it for the wrong reasons and just yeah. kind of, like, play whatever. And I think you can tell. If you yeah. have some discerning music taste and you're at, at a club or, like, someplace, you might be like, eh, this is what it's they not. play in, like, a department store or whatever right. anyway. Like, right. I don't know. I'm not surprised by this. Yeah. And the... The thing about DJing, I think, in dance situations, a lot of other DJs will listen for are the transitions between songs. Mm. If they, if it's very obvious that like the beats aren't matching up or that it just doesn't flow very well, yeah, that's something that people will be like, eh, "This guy sucks." It's funny that it's like it can be so jarring too. Like you, you can really notice yeah. that like, oh, you're just not experienced. Like you just know, but it's like. I think our conception, I think people's conception, and this is why I think it sort of attracts a lot of like uh, annoying people to be DJs, uh, stereotypes. Obviously, Ben, you're a very cool guy. Um, but it's it's seemingly simple, but it's really not, you know, right? I think anything in the arts, when it's done yeah. well, looks, easy. looks very easy. easy. Yeah, and true. And people might also see the trappings of it, like the fame and the money, and be like, right. oh, I could do this. Especially, and for me, when I see someone who is terrible i think this i can certainly do better than that person yeah so yeah i think that's that's probably pretty true but also i think djing does have that aspect of people who are like kind of maybe they're control freaks yeah maybe they're big know-it-alls like me mm. like or i'm like i know so much about music and i, yeah. I and there's like i think two main camps of djs one is like the entertainers and one's like the educators mm. and i can tend to fall into the educator where i'm like you know what? I'm gonna play songs that other hip hop songs sampled, yeah, but not the actual. Cool. And like, I'm gonna teach you guys about this. And honestly, yeah. people probably don't care. Some people will be like, "Oh, that's, that's very cool," but yeah. you know, it's it's an easy trap for me to fall into because you, I'm just like, "You guys gotta know about this shit, this you, old shit." That you have a great you know, bit sampled. about this in a way. The educators, the educator DJs. I mean, I don't want to burn it too much. I don't know if you cared that much, but like, just like, please DJs, don't, <laughs> please don't burn it. <laughs> Don't burn too much. You can talk. talk yeah, yeah about I'll it. talk. Well, it's just funny that like DJs will get into such ridiculous conversations about music, where it's, just, like, it's yeah. so deep. For the what, more no obscure, the better. It's yeah. basically, I mean, they call them crate diggers too, where uh, people are like deliberately going to record stores to find like things that no one else has heard. Maybe sometimes to make a beat out of it or to sample it to use to make music, but yeah. also just to have this obscure record that no one else has that's like cachet that's right. really like big it's, it's like crypto right it's sort of like a flex crypto. in a way it's just like big flex I can, huge flex. i can do this i found this weird but it's like kind of the fun too or kind of exploring things in a way we're just like it is this, is, this sounds really cool 
because some records like there's a record set for this soul record from the 60s it's like you know seven inch singles so very the very small ones mm-hmm. yeah this thing sold for ten thousand dollars wow. and it was definitely the highest anyone had ever paid for like a single record like wow. that's the kind of messed up shit that D- djs can fall into yeah just like trying to outbid each other on ebay or whatever discogs yeah. for a certain record um right yeah bismarck wow. there's a legend about bismarck saying he had a version of a song that had no like this type of percussion on it yeah and everyone basically said that's not true that doesn't exist yeah but that was like the story got so big with him because yeah. he just claimed to have a version of this this song and like yeah it's that kind of weird small thing that djs can get all yeah like, just hung lose up their on. mind about yeah is, like, is that very is that legend. common are they these like yeah. urban legends i feel like it would be Absolutely. super big because like Absolutely. so much so many so many uh vinyls are just being thrown around all the time you know just yeah like, it has yeah to yeah that's that's kind of cool some people some people press up their own versions of things yeah but it's yeah that kind of thing people will get really hung up on right. i have this version of this song i have the version on this label i have yeah. this and, and to me it's kind of like well in the end just play the music for the people like that's right. just gonna impress other djs maybe yeah but it's kind of totally losing the fact that you're playing something to get people to enjoy yeah, that's a good point. That's good. I think that's a good like. You don't want to get too lost in the sauce sometimes. Well, you know? people were really into like only playing vinyl for a while and like taking big pride in that. When the DJ like digital kind of revolution happened, where people yeah. were like playing stuff off their hard hard drives, some mm-hmm. people were like, you know, that's not real DJing. Blah blah blah. I need to Love carry around like seven yeah seven crates yeah. of heavy ass records. Love it myself, and they were just like, no, that's Ridiculous. it's not real. When you can like carry around like. 20,000 songs on like a little little thing flash drive yeah yeah that's so funny just the so that's pretentious being like you're not a real dj <laughs> if you're not putting in the effort of carrying around Absolutely. crates drive around Absolutely. your own speakers you know like mm-hmm. that's insane uh totally. anyway um i do want to ask if anyone's listening and is interested in djing perhaps even the host of this podcast uh what what would you how would you tell them to, what would your advice be for them to start if, if at all yeah, I would say don't start, but if you must, <laughs> there are very easy ways to get into it now. Like, there are things called controllers that mm. are basically like things like turntables and mixers all built into one unit. Cool. Okay. So you don't have to worry about buying the separate components and figuring yeah. out how to hook them up. Um, and then you just plug your computer into it and you get, you know, you can just kind of figure out how to do it that way. But there are plenty of tutorials online. Some people go so far as to attend classes. Wow. Uh, there are like DJ academies and schools nice. that do this. I've even seen in South Brooklyn, not recently, but there were uh, DJ classes for babies being offered. What? Yeah. What is that like? like? What? Well, I don't know. Uh, trust me, I've never watched or seen videos of that. Yeah. But, you know, I've it's, heard, I've it's heard probably honestly uh, just a way for people to make money, money. off of. Uh, Park Slope parents or yeah, yes. parents be like, oh, I want to put my kid in DJing school and have something to talk about. But, that's uh, that's like one of those things where it's like it's like you think your kid is like the coolest kid for exactly. like having yeah. a DJ class, and then you hear, but like as another person hearing it, you're like, your kid's the lamest kid. Like that is so weird, you know? Maybe it's a, a parent who always wanted to be a DJ, yeah. Like you are, and it's just like yep. you, you kid, you're gonna be the, the star DJ <laughs> of the family. Yeah, yeah. I mean. That's maybe what it takes now. There's so many DJs, too many DJs in this world, I would say. Um, 
Maybe. But I love them. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's funny is that I've discovered uh, through comedy that there are at least six DJ comedians in wow. New York. Yeah. Nice. So I'm I have a dream of somehow getting us together and do doing a show thing, or at least at least being like, hey, we're DJ comedians. That's yeah. so cool. That's so like what niche, but also like cool. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, I did want to talk about a little bit on uh, your opinions on well i guess not even opinions but your thoughts on like what was up with a bunch of like especially like french djs uh but also not french DJ, like djs that like have like costumes like they make it very clear not you cannot see their face yeah i think like justice and daft punk they're very into like you can't see us um, yeah and then like you have like marshmallow who's like obviously like a whole thing well, it's Dead Mouse too. Dead Mouse, yeah. What is what is up with that? What is this sort of? It's like a persona that you're, they're trying to create. Like I've never really seen it. I guess like sort of in again metal, like Corn maybe, Slipknot. I guess Slipknot more so. Slipknot, uh, more so, yeah. yeah. But it's just like this, this like element of of hiding in a way. Right. Well, as a French DJ, I guess I can say that. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I think there are like these DJs are certainly in that tier where like people will go to see them perform like they'll pay a lot of money yeah and it's very possible they feel like it's ridiculous that djs are seen as superstars like why should people care about what my face looks like while i'm djing it's really not about that right whereas obviously some other people embrace that fully yeah so they might just be like okay well if people are going to come see us i'm going to still try to maintain some anonymity yeah and make it fun like doing a fun way yeah um because people will unfortunately there are going to be a lot of people who are like whatever's on the stage i will focus on that and yeah. i will just make that like the that's that's me I love, I love looking on, at instead the of stage. losing myself to the music yeah <laughs> yeah no i can't so <laughs> i think it's just their their way of trying to be whimsical about yeah. maintaining anonymity because i feel like it shouldn't be about the dj um right. A DJ should be as ugly as they <laughs> want to be or are, right. and it's really not about how they look or how many apps they have. It's about so, can so they... So why are you so handsome all the time? <laughs> Great question. Kind. Um, I mean, trust me, I would love to also... Like the show suit. I do with Paige and Nora, I'm in the back. Like, it's it's ideal. Like, no one is looking at me yeah. the whole time. You're chilling. So, yeah, it just shouldn't be about how I look. Right. But I kind of get the idea of like adding extra flair to the whole thing, you know, yes. like let's make it's it do like a performance. A, like a sauce. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, a bechamel. I mean, I will, I will say like Daft Punk. I mean, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. It's like their aesthetic is so recognizable now. It's so iconic. You can just be mm-hmm. like, those are, those are, that, that's a duo. That's a group, you know, that's a thing. Um, yeah. But it is strange to me. I feel like, like you were sort of saying uh, about like radio DJs and how like they, for the longest time, were just like never seen, you know? Is I wonder if they're sort of like translating that into like, you know what? Because you've never really seen us on the radio or whatever, let's just keep doing this. You'll never see us ever, you know? Which I think is kind of cool in a weird way. It's it's great because then they can walk around and no one will really know that yeah. they're out and about, you know? They don't have to deal with the Little pressures genius. of that like a singer might, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Because unfortunately, some people will stalk people, yeah, uh, musicians, whatnot, and make their lives really miserable. So. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, they, I mean, you, you you guys know all about that. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of stalkers <laughs> that I have to... Jerry Seinfeld presents. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have a lot like, oh, of stalkers. <laughs> you know, here's here's this grainy, like, telephoto <laughs> lens picture of Art and Fernando hanging out. Right. You know? There's also, there's there's fan fiction coming out about us, which is weird, and I don't... Yeah. <laughs> we're getting shit. Definitely. We're, yeah, yeah, we're getting shit there's all the time. a lot of hentai being made. A lot of hentai, and it's it's yeah. it's gone too far, and I, I wish we should, we should incorporate costumes, Fernando, you and me. I've show. said that for years. I've been saying that <laughs> for so long. We'll never really know what we will really look like. Yeah. It should be fun. Well, maybe if you guys, you have, you'll have a mic on Halloween. Actually, the oh actual really? Date. Yeah. I mean, Halloween. yeah. I already, I clocked that. That's why I bought my Halloween costume. Halloween, Halloween thirty, uh, October thirty first is a Sunday. So. Oh, amazing! I'm so excited. Get, get creative. I'm so excited. We should wear costumes. That's gonna be real yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this this should be not on the podcast, <laughs> but we, I'm, I'm glad that Ben we did brought say it. Up. it yeah. Well, I'm a planner. I, I schedule things in advance. I, I see what, what dates fall on what, what day. Yeah. I love it. Uh, anyway, yeah. back to DJing. Back to DJing, yes. guys. we got to yes, focus yes. in. Okay, so someone who wants to start, you, you, should, you, you, you would suggest maybe getting a controller, watching some YouTube well, tutorials. He suggested first. don't first. Um, don't. Yes. And then, the okay. first thing is don't. Yeah. But then don't the second thing is there are YouTube tutorials. There are easy yeah, uh, there are pieces of equipment that make it much easier to to get into it nowadays. And I'd say, uh, do you need a yeah, good computer? Uh, you do need a relatively good computer, but I would say everything these days you need a good computer to do. So yeah, <laughs> right. It's uh, true. Yeah, I don't know if you need to buy a whole new computer just for it, but yeah. you could use like a. I would say a MacBook Pro is probably good. It's because sufficient. Yeah. Or, or even an Air. You could get away with doing a MacBook Air. Right. So um, I guess thinking yeah. like ahead, just for my own career, like, yes. what do I, how do how does a person start, just go to a bar? Like, hey, can I, do you have like DJ nights? Like, what's that like? What's the? Yeah, the, the hustle is definitely like looking at bars that already have DJ nights, seeing mm. it, like approaching them saying, can I do another night on a night that you don't already have one? Getting to know other DJs mm. and asking if you can guest with them. Mm. Um, That's interesting. So interesting. Maybe yeah. doing like a events that are like oh for like your friends or whatever, know. and like comedy shows. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. It's like there are <laughs> other things that you could like insert yourself into, especially with those. Like I said, those controllers. Yeah. That means that a venue doesn't necessarily have to have their own setup for yeah, you to be able to perform to there that. because you already have that equipment. You can yeah. say, I'll yeah. just bring this and plug in if you guys are cool with that. Yeah. You'll probably have to do some free shows. You know, like a lot of times I was playing for like percentage of the bar. Yeah. It wasn't like you had to pay to come to the, the club. Right. So you'll, you'll probably have to do that. And honestly, yeah, it is like comedy. You have to kind of hustle and see like what places are doing it, what places aren't. Can you talk them into doing it? Yeah. Um, Huh. I feel like you, you know, have to hustle a little bit more than you would in comedy because at least in comedy we have like open mic nights. Yeah, you have like to just sort of clear. Yeah, things. to meet like to meet other DJs, you have to like go to a place with a DJ and then introduce yourself to them when they yeah. haven't seen anything that you've done and be like. Which I? is what, which is why the Holotronics board was so great because you got yeah. to meet people online yeah. first and then you'd go. Somebody'd be like, and of course we all had our DJ names as our usernames, <laughs> so you kind of go and be like. Hey, I'm Soul Korea, Ben. <laughs> Amazing. And they're like, Hey, I'm you know Diplo or whatever. Yes, yeah. yeah, I'm Diplo <laughs> West. And so that was always kind of funny to be like, have to tell them your DJ name first, because then they'd be like, Okay, I've seen you on the board. Yeah. And like what your real name is. But yeah, it's uh. That's crazy. 
that's the way you would do it and um amazing i don't know it's you yeah, sort of build it's slowly wow. network build your community and yeah. keep that's going that's the easiest way for sure yeah yeah I, I work with a dude who was very into uh, DJing like house music, which is like a whole like other thing that's like very intense yes. and like big. Oh yeah. And um, he gave it all up because he and now he's just like an engineer, uh, just a regular like radio engineer. It's funny because he was just like when I was talking about it. He was like, yeah, I used to do I used to perform like three times a week, and uh, it was it was really fun. And I was like playing with like some of the best people. Like he like I don't know if you guys know mm -hmm. DJ Bone, but he was like yeah, I like guest with DJ, but not guest, but like I played like after DJ Bone, and like we met him, and yeah. just like he was clearly like having a career. And he's like mm -hmm. yeah, but then you know the nights are crazy, so I decided to quit. It's like that's so wild that you just like this passion, and then just being like this lifestyle is just not from like it's just so intense that it's just like I'm done, you know. It's House crazy. music too. The songs are generally always very long yeah because they are made for djing yeah and then on, add to that like i think a whole house music night is gonna be very long like yeah. a set is gonna be pretty long right so like you can only play so like hours yeah you can only play like five or ten songs at most i think wow if you played it an hour yeah. but yeah three times now for me three nights a week seems like way too many nights yeah um, he, was, he was like doing that and he was like i can't I like I'm old. I can't, I'm dying. Yeah, I'm doing this. Comedy is usually done by like ten or eleven at yeah. the latest. I'd say on the whole. Right. So like yeah, it's it's. Uh, I hate the aspect of DJing at night. Yeah. Going into like two a.m. four a.m. Oh, right. Painful. That's why. Have you heard of day raves? Heard of these? Yes. Yeah. I definitely have. I know people who have gone to these daybreakers, and that's. The opposite. It's painful because you have to get up so early well, to yeah, play like five for these people. Like, <laughs> yeah, like uh, that's Crazy. mind blowing to me. And then people are not drinking, <laughs> yeah, but they're still like Hyped having a good up. time. Yeah, and that's just I'm not a morning person, so seeing people that happy in the morning would just drive me <laughs> drive me absolutely nuts. Um, yeah, that's funny. but I mean, uh, yeah, that seems like a, a nice clean alternative. That's that's kind of cool. I I can't totally hate on it, but yeah. I yeah, I mean. At least you're not destroying your body with alcohol, just caffeine right. at that point. Right, right. That's so funny. What is the what is the drug of choice? Uh, cocaine or ketamine? I've heard both at DJing things. Uh, well, I think. What do you do more? Ketamine of? is. <laughs> what is your ketamine favorite? is more for the people who are listening. Mm. I don't think it's for someone who's DJing mm. like at the time. Maybe yeah. DJs on their off time might do ketamine. Yeah, but even in the audience, but, what is a what is a drug that is more preferred? I, I feel like Coke? well, it depends on the kind of music. Yeah. But I think in a kind of EDM ravey thing, it's probably more like MDMA and Molly. Yeah, Molly. Type of stuff. Oh yeah, it's funny how so much drug culture is like ingrained in DJing too. I think it's like very interesting to me. It's just like it's party. I mean, it's party culture, you know. If it's it's party culture and it kind of you know you probably started as a music fan, you go become yeah. a DJ, so you're already like in that. And yeah, yeah. back when I was. I guess hang out with raver type people. It was definitely just like Molly and yeah. uh, ketamine. Yeah, damn. Those are the big ones. See, if I were a DJ, it would be no drugs. It'd just be uh, enjoying my music sober, <laughs> as it should be. Purest music is the drug. Music is, is the, the drug. drug. Exactly. Yes. You get it. No. Um, isn't there that thing where people like people will make beats that can actually get people high? Is that's a thing, isn't it? Or like like sounds? Kind of like ASMR, sorta. What? Yeah, yeah, have a visceral reaction to music. Yeah. I mean, I know there's this uh, legendary uh, brown sound. I guess some frequency, yeah. some bass frequency that's supposed to make people shit. Yeah. Really? Hear. That's hilarious. 
It's like some. It's a legend, I think, that the the military weaponizes <laughs> frequency. Yeah, I believe. I don't it. think it. I mean, honestly, if, if that's how still testing it, if that's how we fought wars, I'd probably be okay with it. <laughs> yeah, if, everyone. Just if shitting. that's how, if that's what America we made was more, doing. we made more the opposing side soldiers shit their pants, yeah. and yeah. therefore we won. Yeah, Wait, you can make. There's like sounds that make you like nauseous, you know. So like zoom in. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Brown sound. It's so funny. Yeah. Love that. Um, Ben, we got we got to start wrapping up. But any other thoughts on DJing before we start wrapping up? Um. I think that hopefully people are not, I mean, it's funny, like, it's still, at least in comedy, I feel like the DJ thing is thrown around a lot as, like, being the ultimate fuckboy kind yeah. of stereotype yeah. person. Right. Uh, it's hilarious to me. I think there are probably a lot of people who are using being a DJ as, like, cachet to, like, date women it's yeah. always usually women complaining about djs, DJs. or they'll, they'll say you know right like a dj like being a dj would be punchline in right. jokes i fucked so a it's dj very amusing yeah. to me yeah yeah or like they're just the lowest kind of human it's it's very funny to me and i feel like it's probably warranted like for sure so i'm happy to be the one to like hopefully break the stereotype um yeah but but you are the stereotype could, yeah as i say you are well maybe <laughs> such maybe I, that's they're talking about me um <laughs> Nah. But yes, just judge them on their music first, I guess. Right. And uh, don't don't put them on a pedestal. They're they're just like any other artist. Right. You know. So um, there's a variety. I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's weird to me that people still go to see just DJs and play like I don't know like pay that much money. Yeah. But there's plenty of other DJs at lower like lower levels that are doing good stuff. Yeah. And um, cool. I don't know. You can. You don't have to go out. You can go on Twitch and listen to really great DJs do yeah. their thing too. So right. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You uh, and you do that. And I think what you're saying about uh, I, li- I love the we got to break stereotypes on here. That's what we're doing. And I think that's that's mm-hmm. what you're trying to drive home. And I think you're right. I think it's just like again we sort of talked about it on the podcast already. But just like there's a lot of flavors of DJs. Like there's not just. I think people Definitely. just assume like EDM. Yeah. That's it. Yes. Right. But it's like there's no no there's like literally like yeah house right. There's like people who reggae play DJs, reggae, yeah, obscure '60s uh, hip hop samples like that. These are all things that totally. people play, and also um, a variety of people like to play them. You know, yep. But Absolutely. like you said, the two going back to the two percent thing, the loudest people are the ones who probably listen and, and partake in party culture. And I think EDM uh, doesn't perpetuate and or dated DJs and have yes. bad associations with dating djs right so and i, th- I really yeah. do feel like edm is a genre that is kind of engineered for like the most amount of partying that you can get you know what i'm saying like yes. it's just, like it's, the a, most it's such annoying a party people <laughs> yeah yeah so it attracts that sort of clientele and they're their self-selection the going on for right sure yeah and they are the loudest unfortunately um mm-hmm. But I know a few DJs, and like two or three of them are really cool. The rest of them are not. No, I'm just kidding. They're all pretty chill. Uh, yeah, and I think I think you uh, I think we I think we covered that. I think we're good, dude. I think you yeah. did it. People will listen and be like, you know what? I actually like DJs. Maybe just Ben, but everyone else <laughs> is cool. Look, DJs are creatives, and creatives are annoying <laughs> on the whole. So just yeah. just remember that it's yeah. not just DJs. It's DJs are not the lowest. Everyone's the lowest. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's the lowest. Uh, Absolutely. musicians. I personally think musicians oh, yeah. are worse than DJs, in my opinion. But that's a oh, whole other pot. That's interesting. It's a whole other pot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least DJs are playing other people's music. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we can talk about it more, but I have this theory. I have this crazy theory, and it 
yeah anyway it doesn't matter uh ben where can we find you what are you up to uh i am on the socials at soul korea and that's s-o-u-l-k-o-r-e-a because it's a pun on you know that one place in korea yeah uh, and I'm on Twitch at DJ Soul Korea, and I have had a Sunday morning show called Wakey Wakey that goes from 11 a.m. Super Eastern time chill. I love to 12:30. Yeah, it's a on a little bit of a hiatus now because I've been playing a lot of tennis and living <laughs> life on Sunday mornings. But I imagine it'll be back when it gets cold and everyone is sick from Delta. Yeah, so just subscribe follow and then you'll get a notification when it starts up again when it's ready cool dude um but yeah everyone go follow ben x kim uh before we completely can can, can i can i ask one question oh yeah shit sorry yeah yeah, go ahead yeah ben it's your wedding day you get a band or dj oh um i think if we assume i have all the money in the world to spend a mix of both might be good but uh I have seen some very good uh, bands for sure. Yeah, but obviously the DJ one will be easier to, to coordinate, you know, pull off. Yeah, and uh, I would not be the DJ. <laughs> I would certainly get someone I trust, and uh, I think yeah. that would be the so ideal. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, bands and working musicians. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think the DJ is going to be my my preference. Uh, yeah. Damn. Well, yeah. Don't do not hit up ben x kim he knows exactly what he wants for his <laughs> projects uh don't even think about it um anyway ben before we completely end this i'm sure you know it's coming you're a listener to the pod uh as a little palate cleanser can you please describe your perfect day and we're talking about 24 hours you can do whatever you want the only constraint is 24 hours i want to know what you're eating who you're seeing what you're doing uh sure this podcast for all 24 hours that sounds like a perfect day to me but i don't know about you well <laughs> A lot of the morning would be taken up by sleep because the perfect day would include getting up at late nice. and not too early, not nice. with my dog uh, whining or barking to get us up to, to walk her. So maybe the perfect day includes her being boarded, uh, <laughs> if we're being totally honest, because she's yeah. she's very anxious and uh, you know whiny. And then coffee. Um, Fall. It would definitely be fall. Yes. Because the summer is too fucking hot yes. and humid. And Winter's too spring cold. is like really humid as well. Allergies. So I want yeah. dry. Yes. Well, I mean, I do have allergies, but if it's fall, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. Um, yeah. So there'll be uh, a lot of walking around, a lot of uh, relaxed brunches. Nice. Maybe some tennis. Nice. Love it. Um, yeah. And then seeing friends, going out to see, could be comedy, could be a movie. Ah, love mm-hmm. it. Getting some content in. Love yeah, it. for sure. For Gotta sure. get some culture. Yeah. Um, Gotta get some culture. <laughs> get that on a t-shirt. I love that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, God, it's so weird because I'm thinking about what I would do now versus like pre-pandemic times, yeah. and they're like a little different, yeah. you know. What are, um, what are, what's pre-pandemic versus now? Well, I don't know. I guess you could go to like a event that has like a lot more people packed into an indoor space. Sure, mm. sure. You uh, like like an orgy. 
like an orgy yeah. or like I don't know. I we we just don't see movies as much as we used to. Yeah. We used to love just going to the movies all yeah, the time. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we did see Shang Chi uh, a couple weeks ago. That was nice. like the first movie we'd seen in a theater in a long time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So what about um, what about post pandemic? Like what? How's that different? <laughs> It's just going to be a lot of, uh, <laughs> well, going out to eat outdoors and then, yeah. like, probably seeing some something on HBO Max HBO. or Netflix right. at home. You know? Consuming some content. Nice. Yeah. And then what are you doing at the end of the, I'm assuming this is, like, around sort of late evening, kind of, like, three-ish, four-ish. What are you doing in the evening? And then how are you ending your day? Probably going out to another nice restaurant. Love it. Uh, we love eating. You know, yeah, love eating. Um, and it doesn't have to be like expensive. Like yeah. it can be like a, I don't know, just a hole in the wall with like really great food. Love it. Um, could be in Flushing Queens. It could be in like Sunset Park. It nice. Could be, there's some great yummy places actually near me. Nice. Around here. Yeah. Yeah. So. So you're eating good, and then little sunset. You know, love sunset it. Instagrams. Um, <laughs> you gotta get. You gotta get them for the gotta gram. Gotta get those. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Maybe some bike riding in. Nice. And then yeah. and then just calling it in and going to bed, chilling? Probably, yeah. honestly. That sounds uh, nice. It's all about, like, relaxing and not, not having to deal with lines or people. Yeah. Um, not having to deal with people. Absolutely no one's allowed in my perfect day. Just me. Just It's chill. like, you know, it, it, yeah, it's kind of like a I am legend type of situation. Yeah. It's yeah. just me in the city. Yeah. <laughs> the only living boy in New York. <laughs> Paul Simon. Yeah. That's a song about you. Uh, Simon Garfunkel, yeah. Hell yeah. Perfect. I love it. Oh, you know what? And there might be ending with karaoke. That yes. That would be pretty awesome. What's your, what's your karaoke song? Oh, I have too many. So many. I like, like as a DJ, I think I, I can read the room and I like have mm. warm-up songs that are good. Yeah. I have songs that are like for the, you know, climax. Yeah. Depending on the, the crowd, how young they are. Yeah. Although, honestly, I'll never really do too too recent of a song because yeah. i feel okay. like the older a song gets like the more goodwill it yeah. is and like you don't have the baggage associated like the singer per right. se right so there are songs that i have like hated when they came out and then now i'm like you know what that's a pretty good song like it's stripped of its like association with the artist like yeah four non-blondes what's going on i'm like okay that's like a, an mm. anthem people love singing it but yeah. at the time i was just like this song is so annoying and like this the group Foreign blondes are so annoying to look at. Yeah. I just don't get this. Right. You know? That's funny. So karaoke would be a great way to end it. Hell yeah. And obviously nice. alone or are you with people for that? It's Oh, with people. Hell I mean, yeah. I, We're back. People are doing back. Doing karaoke to no audience <laughs> is pretty depressing. Empty orchestra. It is sad. <laughs> it is the empty orchestra, but right. I want a full audience, full audience. in the house. Great. Sure, singing along. I love that. Um, ben, that's a perfect that's a perfect, perfect day, I would say. Um, Thank you. Any other thoughts from you guys before we completely wrap this up? Fernando? Ben? I'm good. Fernando. Dude, I, thank, thank you for so much for doing this. Ben X Kim. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, and for all you guys listening, thanks for listening. And uh, become a DJ. Or not. First rule, don't do it. But if you really have to, you know what to do. All right. <laughs> that's that's more for me. That's more on my, uh, I'm just reminding myself what I need to do. Or not do, I guess. Um, thanks so much for listening. Catch you guys on the next one. Fernando. Art. You and me. Teach me good DJ. 
teach me good DJ? Are, I mean, we kind of are, we are, are kind of like disc DJs. jockeys a little bit. We're like right. we're like morning sh- morning radio. I would say. Yeah, um, I would say prime time radio. I, mean, I would say. Well, I want to be Kid Craddock in the morning if I'm. Honest. <laughs> um, I want to be Sway. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I have mentioned Kid Craddock uh, so many times in times. the last week. I, yeah. I bring him up far more often than I probably should. Why? Why do I bring him up? Yeah. Is this on I, your mind? Uh, I think I just liked Kid Craddock a lot growing up. Mm. Uh, I feel like maybe our listeners don't know who he's a he's a, <laughs> he's a morning radio host. Yeah. Uh, like a syndicated morning radio host from Dallas, Texas. And I was, I'm a Deleen person. Yeah, a Deleen person. Okay. Deleen is that her name? Yeah, that's yeah, that's her name. That's yeah, that's this her the name. radio the well, the radio host, right? I mean, that's that's the name of my ex. But uh, I know, but she's also the name of the radio host who plays like love music. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm looking this up. It's 100. percent Her name is Deline, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Radio host. People know I what thought, I'm talking about. I, yeah, people know what you're talking about. When you said it, I thought you were doing a bit and just naming people that you've dated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh God, I think it's her name, Deline. I haven't listened to her in forever, but she usually. I mean, you've heard, I'm sure you've heard of her. She's like, "Hey guys, we tonight is a night of love, and uh, we're mm. here to listen to your stories about falling in love." I love those kind of. That's Deline. Yeah. That's very. It's very Deline. Yeah. Not your ex, the radio host. Yeah. Something with the D. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, Kid Craddock, you want to be him. Kid Craddock in the morning. I want to be Sway. He's also in the morning, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess we are morning radio in a way. Yeah, I'm proud of us. Morning Go radio us. is fun. It's fun. Yeah. I would love to do it one day. Yeah. I'm I mean, like in town. Yeah, it's like yeah, five a.m. with coffee. They're, they're like, we need a comic, and then we <laughs> yeah. in. It'd be terrible though. I'd be like, "Hey, check out the Segway," and they'd be like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> Why are you doing? You're not the host. Why are you doing Segways?" <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, "All right, guys, thanks so much for listening." And I like sign off, and I like, "All right, and here's catch some you music. on the next one. Catch you on the next." <laughs> anyway, D- D- DJing. Yeah. Let's get back to the point. DJing. DJing is fun. I um, I did find it interesting because I did like like Ben was saying. I went into it thinking like exactly what like the pantomiming, the the holding your yeah. ear and <laughs> record scratching. Yeah, and so. So hearing like just the fact that the way he DJs is it seems like from what he was saying is much more chill. Yeah. And that's I don't imagine DJing as like a chill art form. Yeah. And so it was interesting to hear him to have him on as someone that is not doing that kind of thing. He is he's on the chill side. Yeah. And I was expecting like the amped up party party music. Party guy. Yeah. So I think that's how I describe our podcast. We're the chill podcast compared to yeah. all these uh, other wacky insane ones. Yeah. Joe Rogan? Yeah. No, Info we're not. Infowars. Uh, Infowars, Come Town. Yeah. Uh, Radio Lab Serial. These are all insane yeah. pod. We are Conan so, O'Brien needs friends. Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Like these are all wacky podcasts that are too yeah. intense and I think give podcasts a bad name, but we are the podcast of the people. We get the podcast. We get podcasting a good name. Yeah. Okay. Do you disagree? We, we are an award-winning podcast. We though. are an award-winning podcast. That's actually true. I don't know if we. I don't know if we've said that on, on <laughs> air yet, but we are an award-winning podcast now. We are an award-winning podcast now. Um, <laughs> amazing. Anyway, any other thoughts on DJing before we wrap this up? No, I'm, I'm good. Cool. Well, I'm better. So. Yeah, you always are. <laughs> I'll see you guys soon. Hopefully in person, so we can get out of this. Uh, I'm talking to the audience right now. Um, get out of this auditory bubble that we're in. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next one. See ya.